Holy smokes. Good to see you, Nick. That's awesome. I mean, if you have not, if you don't get excited about Fran X when that video plays, uh, switch careers. Do something else. He, our astronaut guy needs a name, but like he represents everyone out there and we're all fighting this fight together and we're going to win together. Very cool. Where Little like so, somewhere down the line when you and I, Charles, are elected uh, into the International Franchise Association's Hall of Fame, <laughs> they're going to say, well, what was the inspiration behind Franax? And I will have my hair will be very gray at that point. You'll probably be walking with a cane. Uh, maybe one of us have already died. So we're, we're speaking on behalf of each other when we get up here to accept the Hall of, Hall of Fame award. They're going to say, well, who was the man behind the SpaceX? He's we, good. He's we're good. Gonna a, we're going to need a good story. So, Nick, let's just, right, we have like 10, 15 minutes. Video Going fast all, today. Right. Video is all about disruption, X factor for franchise brands. Last week, we talked about paradigm shift in terms of franchise development. Everyone may have it backwards. And here's a way to get the shift the right way. Focus on deal value, deal ROI, deal converters. And then as I thought about that more, and as I spoke with clients, you know, whether it's a franchisee issue, I'm like, it's not just franchise sales and franchise development. If you're thinking deal value, the way we're going to talk about today, today is just about deal value. It also affects your governance of franchisees, maybe the marketing support you provide them, how you approach franchising. And so, you know, premise is sort of the franchise philosophy is upside down and we're going to flip it back up today. Yeah, completely. So in, in the mindset of disruption, and look, in franchising, disruption is never going to be something that drastic. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a baby thing. And today's is, is somewhat a baby thing. In franchise development, uh, historically, the way that we budget for deals is based on how little can we spend to acquire that franchisee. And why did we get to that place? I would imagine at some point we're looking at that franchise fee and we're saying that's our cash flow. A percentage of it goes uh, into training and operations and getting that franchise owner up and running. Another percentage goes back to the cost of acquisition. That's wrong. Because if you look at deal value, what is the value of a franchisee to a system? And you change your mindset. Now, all of a sudden, you invest slightly different. So let's say you do a million dollars um, annualized average unit volume for franchisee X. And that franchisee eventually gets three. So now they have three units, each doing a million dollars. At 5% royalty, you get $150,000 a year from that point on. Let's call it 10 years. So 150,000 times 10, now the deal value is a million five on cash in that's coming in off that franchisee. And let's just say for argument's sake, you're able to keep $500,000 of that as net profit. That when it comes to exit, you take a seven times multiple being conservative. So now that's another three and a half million dollars. So one franchise owner that opens up three units, each doing a million dollars, is worth roughly somewhere in the range of five million bucks to you. So now when we go all the way back to how much were we willing to spend to acquire that buyer, 
we use these numbers between eight and $12,000. So let me get this straight. You wanna spend eight to $12,000 to get 5 million? Listen, anybody that's watching this, wherever you are, I will write you checks all day long. I will give you eight grand, you give me 5 million. Deal, all day long. But the point is, like, unfortunately, we're not having these conversations because if the deal value gets discussed, if franchise development people are rewarded for finding people that can bring a deal value of 5 million, if we're looking at the holistic approach, I believe that's what sets the difference between good and great in franchising. That if we take all the franchise brands that were created in the last 24 months, how many of them will get to 100 units? A fraction of a percentage point. Why? Because we barely put enough money into the into the kitty to get the right franchisees in who are going to scale. We've talked about this, Charles. Slim Chickens. They they as a brand get started. They say, you know, we need 25 good franchise owners. That's our first goal. Let's get 25 that can each open up five, 125 units out of those first initial 25. That's amazing. So, like, if you want to find the pathway to greatness, you got to switch your mindset, or you don't have to. You're just going to be like everybody else. So, Nick, the the, and I, I think it's even more impactful. So, if whether startup, emerging, established brands, you focus first on deal value, right? So there's a funnel where that's going to impact your franchise sales, how much you're investing in it. But also at, at an organizational level, you should be planning out your five-year strategy. That five-year strategy is going to be a function. Your valuation five years from now is a cash flow model where you, then you're backing into three, two, one sort of traction type goals. So now all of a sudden you're forced to say five years from now, our valuation is X. That means we have a certain number of franchisees that are producing certain revenue. So deal value focus definitely has an immediate impact or changes your mindset on franchise development, franchise development dollars. I'd also challenge, it also impacts how you run your franchise system. So now if we're focused on deal value, our job's not just done once the franchisee signs on, we wanna maximize those revenues and royalties so now all of a sudden, if we're looking at the five-year plan, how does our five-year valuation look different if we had more regimented and requ required marketing systems for franchisees, more marketing spends with a win-win? I mean, that changes that whole organization. And, you know, you use the phrase good to great. That's where the good to great happens. On the franchise recruitment development end and all of those steps, because what you learn is, now that you focused on deal value, recruited the franchisees, you're going to lose that value if you're not optimizing gross sales and profitability in the one to five year period. Yeah, com com completely. But unfortunately, and, and look, I've been, I've been in the rooms where I've had this conversation and the, the heads are all nodding. They're like, yes, I hear you. I get it. I understand. Um, and then they get back to, to business and it's like, where are my leads? So unfortunately, this is not a sticky thing right now. Like talking about deal value is not sticky. Um, I will say, Charles, you and I have talked about the why you, why now? Uh, I love, I love when I hear that, like from someone else who like, you know, we really have to define the why you, why now? I'm like, yeah, look at that. It's going all the way for full circle. Um, 
I, I do think this is going to be a discussion that happens with the more sophisticated brands. Majority of franchisors, unfortunately, when they become a franchise, um, are undercapitalized. They're gonna they have to scrape by to get those first few franchisees. No, sometimes but, it works, sometimes it doesn't. But Nick, I, I get well, and just for everyone listening, we framed the issue last week. This week we're talking about deal value. There'll be three legs to this: deal value, deal ROI deal converters, which we'll talk about the why you, why now. And so um, we're going to drive into each of these, but let's even go back to those startup franchisors or the emerging brands around 50 units. For everyone going through this, I get everyone will nod their head, or at least that's sort of the claim or perception. But if as an, a franchise organization, everyone's forced before we make decisions on today's dollars, before we set 2021 budgeting, let's first model out the next five years. So five years from now, you want it to look like X? What's, what's, what does our revenue and royalties have to be? Keep backing into that. Now we know the value. I think doing that makes it more transparent as to how important it is to get away from this. this yeah. shift. And then, and also franchisors, startups, when you do that five-year modeling, you're also going to realize how deadly it is to take in the wrong franchisee. I, I agree with you in principle. Unfortunately, as sound of advice as that is, very few will listen. And I think that that's, that is, that is again, like, here, here's the truth. Franchising is not difficult. If you have unit level economics that are strong, if you can operationalize it and, and really nail down your supply chain, uh, if you put enough support and scaffolding around that franchise owner to continue to give them success, which a, a lot of brands totally stepped up during COVID, um, you continue to uh, grow the brand around concentric circles and markets that you already have units in. Um, like the, the blocking and tackling is so simplistic yet very few do it that even though I agree with you in principle on go right on a piece of paper five years from now, this is where you want to be as a brand. Five years from now, this is where you want to be as a, a developer. Five years from now, this is where you want to be from a franchisee and work yourself backwards to saying, what is the value of what I do today? Even though that is extremely sound advice, it's, it's really tough to follow. And you know, I think I think Charles, you and I are on a on a mission. Uh, uh, call it called the X Factor. Let's keep giving this group, this community, as much as humanly possible. Like no garbage content. Like let's try to guide you guys, because whoever watches this, I don't care if it's one person that we can make a difference with. Um, fantastic, but that it's super sound advice. But we got to do it. We got to actually go do it, and that's the hard part. The hard part is actually doing franchising. Well, and then Nick, the um, I think one plus factor, ironically, is COVID and disruption through our whole society. I think two is it's not sustainable. There's too many struggling brands that are all doing the exact same thing, whether it's conferences, trade shows, organizations, approaching the same brokers, right? doing the same things with the same media, right? Uh, maybe today's little caveat is, well, we sanitize, so we're important with COVID, but that, that, that doesn't have legs. There's just too many brands that are suffering from this. 
And even when you think you're getting traction, you're not. Unless you could, unless you could pinpoint and articulate how this impacts your five-year value and it's sustainable from a deal level. It, it, so I, I feel like there's going, there is a pain point. And I, I could even speak from my own experiences with, um, with a brand that, that, that we ran, right? And there's too much pain and it's unnecessary for so many brands. And they're spending, this is my pet peeve. I You're in the media industry and I, but like, too many brands put trust in all these vendors to get disappointed. And then it leads to this cycle of bad action and, and a focus on the wrong things. Like, and, and so for example, I, why spend X dollars and we'll get into in the next video without naturally, of course, understanding the deal value, but why don't you understand your why you, why now? Why can't you just spit off like and believe to your core and, and your entire team what is so unique about your franchise system that you need to shout it from every rooftop why as a franchisee candidate you absolutely should be signing up with us. Charles, what's unique about you as a human being? That's a tough one, Nick. Everyone thinks they're special. I, right. I don't I don't need an answer. I mean it was me me making a no, point. I, I just think it's it's tough. Like you if you're super out there from a point of differentiation, it's hard to define it. And if you're like everyone else, it's tough to figure it out. So in my opinion, for franchise brands that are trying to find the why you why now, look back inside of your franchisees, and there's going to be some personas in there of people that have done something before that moment. Pull, extract those stories, start there. That might give you a pathway to get in there. But, and, and frankly, if you ask them to say what's different about them, they're like, Eh, not that much. And you're like, wait a second. You went to the Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. All right, well, let's take that and let's go after um, other alumni. Uh, let's use your persona. That at least gives us some sort of um, point of differentiation. Like, but Nick, even in crowded industries and space, whether it's home service, home healthcare, the differentiator is also the connection between the management team and the franchisees. Totally. And so too many brands have left that dialogue point a gap and just let a third party fill it in and no third party could fill it in. Because once you really understand your core values, philosophy, what you mean to the, those franchisee candidates, it becomes a part of everything. But I, I don't want to take us off track, right? In the sense that we're timing wise, the focus is on deal value. Deal value is the paradigm shift. It doesn't sound flashy and sexy, but it's a big deal because basically we're going to flip upside down the whole thought process. Instead of the deals I want to get today, let's go from five years. So Nick, what are like three to four steps right now brands should be taking to evaluate deal value and change their mindset on that? Great question, let's let's close with this. One, go figure it out. Find out what your deal value is. Take your AUV, uh, take your average number of units uh, owned by each of your franchisees, figure out that multiple. That's your baseline cash, in essence, that could come in over the next five to 10 years. Um, put, a, put some sort of mindset on, uh, here's your net profitability as an organization. 
on those dollars that come in and do some sort of multiple, whether it's five, whether it's 10, somewhere, somewhere in the middle, take that number. Next time Charles or I ask you, uh, what's your deal value? Have that, know what that number is. Now, armed with that number, look back at your budget uh, or look forward at your budget for next year and say, did I budget enough to accomplish what we want? Um, if there's a board or there's private equity above it, best of luck with that conversation. It's not going to go well. Um, if you're if you're the owner, um, look deep inside yourself and say, boy, how much would I be willing to pay to get that deal value um, back? And it could just be cash. Like just take that cash number. That might help you readjust your goal for next year. And take Charles's point. Uh, project five years out. Write down what your business looks like and make sure you have enough ammo going right now. If you don't have it going right now, it's all it's going to do is it's going to delay the five-year goal another year. So you don't get it going now, it's five years from next year. Next year, five years from then. And it's going to be this constant cycle of dissatisfaction. Um, do those three things, and I think you have a good pathway uh, to start thinking about deal value as it relates to your business. Nick, one thing I'll add is evaluate your internals also. So along the way, what can you do with franchisees, franchisee sales to boost numbers and, oh, yeah. and, and, and draw up that uh, value? I think those are great points, Nick. I think today we hit, I think, deal value. Uh, next week, we're going to go into deal ROI, and then we're going to put it together with converters. And I think that uh, together, this is all going to make a difference. Great. Can you do, Can we do this? Oh, I didn't know if I could get you to do it. You I did. love it. Too hey, Frantex community. See ya.